even when I, I, I went started my SDL Method online programs, I went, I just was talking to a dad at the school and I said, what are you doing? And I said, I've written a program, I don't know what to do. I, I need to get it into a PDF format that's really good. And he goes, I'm a graphic designer. And what are you? And I said, and he said, well, how about you do weight loss with me, get 10 kilos up with me and I'll put your, your, your program into a PDF. And then I told a friend of mine and she goes, you need a copywriter to go over it and mm -hmm. make sure the formatting's right. So then she goes, I know a copywriter who is the head of the English department in New Zealand. She's really cheap. So then of course I send the program to her and then it's having, talking to people all the time. Do you know, it's, it's having, if you're interested in something, you never know who someone is. You never mm. know what they might, you might talk to someone and say, gosh, I'd love to be on Weekend Sunrise. And someone might say, I know a producer there, or I know someone who works out there. I know someone in the makeup department. You've got to find your ins. Welcome to the Metagenics Best Practice Podcast, Standing on the Shoulders of Giants, practitioner to practitioner conversations to inspire and mentor you in your own professional journey. Join Angela Carroll as she meets with practitioners from around Australia and New Zealand and hears how they work, live and grow in the natural medicine field. Well, I am inspired. Sarah De Lorenzo is the creator of the SDL method and she's a clinical nutritionist. You may have seen Sarah on weekends on Sunrise as the morning TV program's favourite media nutritionist. Join us today to find out how she got there and to get some tips on how you might be able to get into the media too. We also explore how she developed her SDL method programs and how her clinic operates. So once you've listened, if you could like, share and comment please to help other practitioners to find us and to learn. Enjoy today. Being a clinical nutritionist is something I absolutely love. I'm working in an industry that gives me great pleasure. Uh, I love helping people be their best self. And I honestly feel with every part of my life's journey through starting off with a science degree, then moving into doing nutritional medicine, my time in the modeling industry, and also my time working in the psychiatric setting, just running an office, um, has all of those have kind of formulated uh, what my brand is today and, and, and just sharing my knowledge and knowing that at 47, I can uh, have loads of energy, sleep well, feel amazing, be happy through healthy diet, lifestyle and exercise and um, understanding, you know, obviously nutrients and all those kind of things is something that I want everyone to have and I want to share. So that's kind of how I get it got into media a little bit too. I like the healthy twists. I don't like it to be too complicated. I like people to be able to see something and put a healthy twist on it. And I sort of think that um, I've watched people struggle and I, I watch teenage girls. I have a lot of teenage girls in my clinic and I think they like me because I'm in the media. But I, I look at the lack of education that is um, for young girls. And then I look at how that develops into eating disorders and things like that. And I think you know, my own journey into nutritional medicine really started with an undiagnosed IBS. And um, so, so, yeah, it just kind of started with this and it was just this kind of, you know, and that's how, how I, I really worked out how food can play a big role in your mood and your sleep. And I'll never forget travelling through Italy at 18 years old, crammed over after eating pasta and pizza till the cows came home, thinking, what is wrong with me? constipated all those kind of things and then I kind of worked out that I was very similar to my dad and then just that kind of got me in but what also really troubled me was 
being uh, um, around the uni days, doing a lot of modelling, which is which was a little nice footstep into the into media as well, and just watching, and, and watching people struggle with food, and I and I just remember thinking, there's got to be a way where you can have it all. There has to be a way. It just this can't be. People want to look great, feel great. It's obviously a definition of what looks great. Um, for me, it's, you know, fit, not skinny. For me, it's about being healthy. Um, exercise is a huge part of who I am. And um, I wanted to find that answer and share it. And I think just seeing um, young girls um, and then having my own issues really, really actually, because I never grew up wanting to be a nutritionist. I grew up and I was becoming a marine archaeologist. Uh, that was what I was doing. And then all of these things, kind of, all these different life events guide you into this path. And I think, I'm good at this. I can help people. I can get, and having a psychiatrist for a father with no disrespect to that industry and just seeing prescription after prescription after prescription, I thought, what's going on here? There's got to be more to this. There's got to be a greater understanding of this. So I, um, yeah, it was a very big thing for me to um, uh, understand understand and I think food is medicine and you know everything starts in the gut and all that kind of stuff I truly believe that I love that and that's a great uh, journey that you've gone through to get to where you are and I just yeah. love how the fact that you actually listened to your calling at an earlier age a lot of practitioners come into natural medicine at an older age and I mean that with all respect because I'm in that age bracket now myself uh, <laughs> when they're going okay look I, I want a different career I want a different place and so, you know, they, they possibly didn't get that calling and such a strong message and now they're coming into it and they've got so much life experience that they can add benefit to. So we are on Standing on the Shoulders of Giants and yeah. I'm Angela Carroll and I'm interviewing Sarah DeLorenzo today. And I wanted to interview Sarah, I wanted to introduce Sarah to you. I met her at a seminar that I was running in Canberra and she is just as you can hear already so vital and walks the talk like just absolutely amazing i imagine the patients come in and see you and go, i want to be like you thank you they say how much does that cost i'm buying that my corporates do that how, much <laughs> how do you have that vitality so i wanted to interview you because you walk the talk but what i what i really want to focus on is you run packages in your clinic and yeah. you have a very strong clinic focus on detox and weight loss. So I want to start there with that. Um, and then I want to talk to you about how you put your programs together. Yes. And then we might then also run into how the hell do you get such an amazing media profile? How do you yes. get there? Who do you speak to for practitioners that might also want to make programs and packages that they can then promote on the media as well? Not just social media, but that big one called TV. <laughs> so let's let's um, pop back so your website's very clear that you are really focused on detox and weight loss which is incredibly needed uh, and they're incredibly simple programs to run but uh, probably not so simple to take different people and different life habits in to get the results they want at the end so how does this work for you? So how I kind of, look, I, it's a, as I said, like it kind of came that way. So I started out, like my, my journey obviously with, with nutrition was never going to be that. I never thought I would be that person. But I find as a practitioner, 
you attract what you reflect a lot or you people look at you as a practitioner and they think oh she appeals to me I'm going I'm going to I want her as my practitioner or I like what she's you know how she dresses or what she does or whatever your whole image is everything about you will really bring in the clients I find with me personally so I started out with no intention of doing that but just found that I they were the they were that that was the my client base ended up becoming a lot of people like that. I sort of started writing programs though, because at the end of the day, like I had my, I had my consultation costs and I would find I'm a Bondi mom. I'm a single mom. I'm, you know, I'm active in the community. I'm around all the time. I've lived in Bondi for 20 years. So I would, I actually found uh, that I would go to the school and do pickup and, and other mums would walk up to me and go, how do you look like that? You've got three kids. What do you do? Do, do, do? So people would always kind of, were always trying to extract information from me outside of a clinic setting. Now, I don't mind saying, oh, you know, but, but I don't have time to go give them a free, give free consults all over the place. And it's my, my intellectual property. So I found, I'd say, well, look, why don't you come and see me and have a consultation? Oh, can't really afford it on a family budget. So I cut that. And I just thought, you know what? This is a way, and this is kind. This is a way for me to be able to formulate a program. So I started off with my weight loss for life program, which is the one I wrote, and I wrote for clinic as well. And I run that one in clinic, and I run that online and stuff like that. I thought I can actually do that because I can get people to be able to. Uh, it's um, makes me affordable. Mm. So I just say to them, look, you know what? Just go, have a, have a, have a, a program online. Um, why don't you give that a go and, and, and have it? It's very affordable. It's a one-off thing and it's 10 weeks. I picked 10 weeks because I think people need to do these. Like I did do a bit of research and it takes 66 days to really change people's lives if they're consistent and compliant. So I thought I'll do it for 10 weeks. So I kind of wanted it, wanted them to get a lot of value for those kind of things. And that was like, these are the online programs that I write. But I actually, I did that really as... Um, to make my to give myself more reach and also because for people who can't afford to see a practitioner and I just didn't have the time either to go and do free consults everywhere yeah. I do I like that's, that's really insightful noticing that there's a hole in the market that you could fill um, yeah is that your SDL method that diet SDL 10 and yeah 10 week weight loss for life now what it is so what I did was I thought I really want to give people like I'm all about giving people bang for their buck like I really I do I really feel that very I feel that really strong like I'm really want people to get value so I thought well what can I do to really make this I thought well this is I thought I'm gonna when I started writing it I just wrote it started writing between patients so patient would cancel or I was sitting there and in my free time I just started like I just went and just started typing it out and I thought and I thought well what do I eat? What do I do? How do I do it? And then um, what inspires me? So a lot of the metagenics stuff, like the metagenics Jacob program and different things, I thought, oh, these were really good things too. And I, so I, I found inspiration from metagenics as well. And I thought, well, that inspired me. And I thought, well, I'm just going to put it together on Sarah DeLorenzo, SDL, my, it's a weight loss for life. Now, I, I'm a very big, I intermittent fast all the time. I'm, I, I'm a very big believer and I've been fasting for years and years and years and I love it for so many reasons. So in that, um, in that particular, and then I like detoxing too. I think it's a really nice thing to do, but I like detoxing in the holistic sense, not just the, just not with the supplements and the food. I like a holistic detox from people and, and media and, and all that kind of stuff. 
So I thought, okay, I'll do write this program for 10 weeks. The first four weeks can be an intro, then the middle two weeks can be a little detox, and then I'll throw in some intermittent fasting, and then I'll and then they've done it for 10 weeks. They can email me throughout. And by the end of it, they've kind of learned all these different little tricks and things to do, like fasting, detoxing, and healthy eating. It's got recipes attached. So I did that over a period of time. And then what as a practitioner, there's one thing with being a suburban nutritionist, right? But as soon as I became a writer, it changed my brand instantly. And I created the SDL method because it's Sarah De Lorenzo's method. Now, I had a lot of, I had a friend, I, so I started chatting to people and they'd be like, what are you doing? So I'm a big believer in talking to a lot of people about what you're doing. So I'm like, oh, I'm writing a program. I really want to get reach out. That's my driver. Um, and then they're like, what are you doing? And I said, well, it's kind of like my way, it's how I live. And I want to share that with people because I really don't want people to get non-communicable non diseases. That's what I hate. I hate so all these things that are so avoidable, that's what drives me mad and why mm. I think why with simple dietary changes and lifestyle changes, how you can reduce your, your chances of, you know, all the, you know, cardiovascular yeah. disease. It's such, it's such a bugbear of mine as well, knowing that all of that <laughs> stuff is, you know, 75% is preventable you know, even preventable. 90% is right. preventable but let's not go there because that could open up a whole can of worms <laughs> with, with yep. those programs with the weight loss and the detox programs people buy those online as a package they they're the ones they can buy online as a package correct yes and then okay. um and also the detox is just so a lot of i noticed as well so that was great to add to bits when you're creating a brand other than just being Sarah De Lorenzo Bondi nutritionist, it's Sarah De Lorenzo creator of the Estill method. Well, all of a sudden you're a creator of something. Yes. So that kind of start, that's how that, that will come into how media started. But anyway, then after that, I thought, I noticed that people were doing dry July and dry February and dry this and New Year's resolutions and all these kind of things. And then I thought, you know what? I'm just going to do a little detox for something very simple for people that's not too challenging and didn't involve supplements. And then I just did a two-week mini detox and it's really it's really just food. It's just the white proteins. It's just lots of greens. It's got my, a little exercise regime in there that I do. So it's, that's got my exercise component. And it's more about just detox. It's just a little healthy thing to do if you're doing things like dry July and all that kind of stuff. So so, and then if people wanted to do supplements, well, then I would have pulled them off the program and they would email me and then I would set them up as a patient. I would have said, well, we'll do the metagenics liver or we'll do, I would have pulled them into a deeper, a proper, you know, metagenics detox if they wanted to go that one step further. So that's just a little holistic one. But that, of course, was these things come off the back of holes I see in the market or things I can do or, and just noticing that people would go, oh, I'm not drinking, I'm doing dry July and all that kind of stuff or whatever. I thought, well, they can throw that in. And um, that's only $19 and, uh, and, and that's two weeks. And, and the other thing is I did notice, of course, you know, the success of a lot of other online programs. The beauty of having a little online program like that, of course, is your reach. But second of all, um, it's money while you sleep. So I'll go on the, the telly. And then I'll go home and then on my inbox, it'll be bang, 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 bang. So I've made like anywhere from a $50 to $1,000, and depending on a segment, what for doing nothing, just for writing it on there. Mm, that's so, so great. Yeah, it's just do, those, 
do those people, and we might actually come back and talk about that a little while, but do those people that come through and buy the program in the first place, mm. do they, once they've gone through the program, the two weeks with you, does that funnel them into becoming clients? Do they contact you and say, I'd love to see you as a patient, or do they stay separate? I would say about a third of them will end up becoming patients. Okay. But I, I tell them when they're by it, I say, please email me. And I put that time aside to respond to whatever I can. I'll sit there and go, all right, no, it's only one line or thank you so much or great progress, good work. It's like, you know, it's very simple stuff just to keep them going. I did start a Facebook. Um, I did go have the Weight Loss for Life people joining a Facebook um, page. But I, I, the honest truth is I actually need someone to help me run that because I just don't have the time to with no. everything else I'm doing. Yeah. I didn't have the time to really sit there. And, and so I haven't, that's something. To get you a virtual assistant. I, I, They're I, all I, the rage these days, you know. It's going to happen. It's in the pipeline. <laughs> oh, good. So that, but also clinically though, I do, that's what I do. Um, they're the online programs, which are great for building your brand and business and money while you sleep. But in, in my clinic, I definitely do. I mean, I do primarily do weight loss, and um, but I, I do treat people peripherally. So I do things like, for example, if I've got a weight loss patient in, I would be working on um, their blood, definitely their blood tests. If they've got iron deficiency, vitamin D deficiency, anything like that, I definitely, I, I work very holistically and I correct all that peripherally. Right. Um, and I, my one of my big things I do, I do go, I do work with some GPs and I do, people off pharmaceutical medication with the support of the GP just like and I, and I have huge success with it yeah I love that can I can I clarify something with you then so just so you have the option where people can buy their online program so that's the weight loss or the detox um, or they can come into the clinic and see you face to face in that clinic setting is that is that correct so far correct correct, correct. and then yeah. so in the clinic setting do you have the same big focus on detox and weight loss or is there more? It's, oh, there's loads more. I do everything in clinics. So people will come for different reasons. Someone will just say, oh, you've got to see. I have to honestly say that a lot of people come and see me because oh, I've seen you and, and you, I, you walk the walk. I'm telling you, it's such a big thing in my, I feel that it's a big thing. Because people go, I say, oh, why have you come to see me? And they'll say, because you look fit and healthy and you must know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, I think as a practitioner, it's, it, you are your business card. Uh -huh. And that like, you are your business card totally. And they see me as a parent, people see me as a parent. I've get, I have a whole, I have a very big range. I, I get a lot of, I get quite a few men, andropausal mm -hmm. men. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think quite the, the good patients are. I find many yeah. in their they just do what they're told. Yes. Um, no, I treat everything in clinics. So people okay. will come for different reasons. No, I, every clinic is quite broad, but I would say it is primarily weight loss and a little bit of detox too, but okay. primarily weight loss. Yeah. Right. And I love doing that because I'm, I'm going to sit here and say I'm really good at it because mm. I, I coach people. I'm a weight yep. loss coach. coach okay. more the, way through it. the coaching is massive. See, I always say to them at the end of the consultation, it is really simple. And I find other practitioners are the hardest ones to treat. But it's all people in healthcare, like nurses and stuff mm. like that. And I just say, it's really simple. Just do mm. what I tell you. All you have to do is yeah. what you're told. Yeah. Just do. I've given you the food. I've given you the supplements. Just be my, just be the teacher's pet, please. Be my staff yeah. student and let's get 100% in this. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Hey, what I do want to actually talk about, this is a jolted uh, thing that sits in the back of my mind and I'm very conscious of it is 
it's easier for practitioners to walk the talk if they've lived a life of health and that's always been in their uh, mindsets, always been their values that they are healthy and they've looked after themselves all their lives. However, the reality is, is that for a large percentage of practitioners, they're not necessarily in peak health. They got into the industry later they came in when they'd actually gone through the blows of life and they'd had all their sickness aspects or uh, stresses or whatever it happens to be. And so they don't look like they're in peak health, if we're going to be honest about it. And yep. so with that, my, my mindset's changed. And I really believe that you can step in and you can practice no matter where you're at, as long as you say, okay, this is where I came into it, this is where I'm at, and now I live a full life of health, and look at how that's changed my body, and look at what I do to keep this in line, even though I might not look like a supermodel, you know, mm -hmm. and I might not look like an amazing athlete, uh, that doesn't take away any validity of what they do, as long as, that's my caveat, as long as they are now walking the talk. I think that's amazing. I mean, that's actually showcasing showcasing what what the health industry does and what you know they're 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 walking. They are um, that example of what they that transformation that they can actually show to that patient. They say, "Look, this was me, mm. but look at me now, and look at what I've done now." Mm. And the people, the practitioners that aren't in, the, I think the practitioners as well that definitely are still probably you know may have health issues or may have weight issues or different things like that. They need a lot of testimonials and say, look, mm. this is what I'm doing. This is my work. And they kind of showcase their work. But um, I think that the before and after of any practitioner who's gone in and say, look, I once, I, I was once had hypertension or type 2 diabetes. I don't now. I've done these three years of diet mm. and health exercise or whatever it is they've done. Um, this is what I've done. I can show you how to do it is absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that is, that's the biggest seller. Yeah, that's it's incredibly right. marketable. That is so right. Yeah, you know, and that's the stuff. It's like, you know, you can, you can have the transformation that I've had as well. So, yeah, I think that's great. So question for you then with regards to the programs, because I know you do a lot and you do a lot more than just the programs, the, the weight loss and detox. Um, the benefit to you, what's the benefit of you to have such a strong clinical focus on those key areas? Um, there is a personal benefit where I I cry when people <laughs> hit their health goal. There's a personal on a personal level. Um, yes, I have that strong clinic focus because I know the difference with someone. I see it every day, or not every day, whenever I'm in practice, which is like three days a week. When I see what changing someone's life, or having a lady who can zip up her jeans, or or uh, one lady recently whose son, she went from 93 to 65 kilos and she just did what she was told. She actually did the online, but she did my program, but she did weekly consults with me while she did my 10 week program. And we did the 10 week program three times, but I coached her and her, her son was so ashamed of her and he was 13. And he just said to her, he said to her, mum, I'm just, he said, mum, she walked into in at 65 kilos in skinny jeans to pick him up from school. And he said, mum, I'm so proud of you. Aww. And she rang me crying and that kind of stuff. I love, that's my personal benefit. Um, I think it's really important to be relevant all the time to people, but I don't see my life as working. I do not work. I don't work. I love what I do and I love helping people. Having a busy clinic, of course, is really important for little things like pitching, pitching my, my segments on TV. 
Mm. So I said one week, the second week of December, I'm so tired and I'll do a fatigue. I see what's trending a lot. I like to see mm. what's trending. People, they'll come in and say, like it was the celery juice. Oh, Sarah, what do you think of celery juice? And all of a sudden, 10 people in a week are asking me about celery juicing and stuff like that. So I think having that strong clinic presence shows me what's trending in the health industry um, from a personal effect as well. And also, um, you know, I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy. I love. I love to help people. I just mm. from the heart. I just think that I'm in such a great place, and I want to share that. And that's, so that's very obvious when I'm when I'm talking to you. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's go. Let's go. I'm, I know I've got a bit of fixation today on the programs, but how do you create them? Um, okay. And because uh, sorry, let's let's. Come back. The logistics of it, do you mean putting it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, what's so I might just come back in to do this section again. Hang on a minute. Uh, kind of, yeah, so, so let's go back to the. So, so sorry, I'll move away from the detox and weight loss. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll start again. So Sarah, you've got in your clinic. If I go onto your website, you've got other programs on there. So a lot of diversity as well with stress and so forth. Now, yes. what, are, what I'm curious about, are they a formalised program where you know from appointment to appointment what you're going to be doing? Are they set timeframes? How, how do you conduct those and create them? So all the little in-clinic programs you see on my website, they're mm -hmm. the metagenic ones. Okay. Yeah, okay. I love them. They're great. So what it does for me is, um, so when, when people come in and they look at they want to do stress, well, then for me, I'll go, they'll, and I've just kind of highlighted them. They'll come in and I'll say, well, this is the metagenics. And then we just go into, we go into the metagenics. Yeah. yeah so I, I've based those in, that in-clinic program formation of just the energy, the pregnancy based on the metagenics protocols because I love them and they work. Hmm. They're great. So people will come in and they'll say, I want to work on my energy. So we'll do, I'll say, okay, great. So that's kind of my lure to bring them in. And then I say, okay, well, we're going to do that. I haven't found those little in-clinic programs that I've got on my website to be where I wanted them to be. Um, little things like my supermarket. So I did all those little services. My supermarket tour is, is really successful. That's how I got into radio. So we'll, and then mm. um, the supermarket tour is very successful. I've got things like um, where I can go and do the pantry audit, the spend a full day with me, all that kind of stuff, all those little things. So I felt setting up my clinic, yes, there was the online programs, but yes, the in-clinic programs. So of course there was just nutritional medicine, as which is what I do all the time. But then if people wanted to have a look at that, that would be a trigger. They'd say, oh, I need more energy or I need to stress less or whatever. They would come in and I would put them through the metagenics protocols. Yeah, and I, right. I think they're great. So that was those ones. But I feel your website needs to have, you need to cover as much as you can and showcase who you are. Now, I love iridology. I know it's not, I just really enjoy it. I think it's a kind of an interesting diagnostic. So I do a little iridology session, but I searched the area in Bondi. No one, there's one guy doing it charging $250. So, so I, people come and just do iridology and then I'll get people who did the supermarket too is really popular. I found when I was setting up my website, that having um, a, a, a range of services on different pages was really important. So having, of course, the in-clinic programs, which were with all the metagenics programs were great. And they were my, that was, that were they fantastic. And then of course, what I do with nutritional medicine, but also what I'm personally interested in 
So I created a supermarket tour based on how, what I, how I would like people to read a supermarket, as well as, um, of course, spend a full day with Sarah. So that's like, you come, I, you, you come and meet me. We do a nutritional consultation. We do an iridology session. We go and have, um, we go and have lunch together. In that lunch, I've got an agenda for the conversation for lunch, which is things like food and travel, and and they can ask me a list of questions about different things or and, and restaurant ordering tips. So I've got a lunchtime agenda. Then we do a pantry audit. We go to their place and we clear out their pantry. Then we do a supermarket tour where we shop at the same time and then they're done. So I've got a full day with Sarah, which is great. So um, And like that's $1,500. And people will book me for a whole day. And I will spend that whole day with them from nine till five. And we've done a lot of stuff. And then I, and then I will go back in my own time and I will actually put it all together and I will give them a, do, a booklet or a document um, with my letterhead on everything that we've discussed. So I should take notes I, the whole time and then I, they get that after. Right. That so sounds really comprehensive. It is, but it's, so I do charge for that, but it's that one person, a corporate will do that. Mm. Who wants something there and now? I find that. Um, so, but and it's very good. personalized as well, and people like yeah. that one on one. And I'm always like, I, and I always make sure, even in my consults, you know, when people want to go off to the side and have a little bit of, I'm very careful. I don't do small talk with, I'm like, no, 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 you know, let's, you're here, we've got 15 minutes left of the consult. Uh, what other questions have you got? I always guide people back to that. Mm. I never want to people you know you know what they're like they try and get into a personal kind of banter with you and I'm like so you're you know what what else can you ask me you know we've got 10 minutes left of this consult what more do you want to know how else can I help you would you like and if they have nothing I'll say okay well let's let's look at some restaurant ordering tips which I love doing with people that's one of my little things or I'll say let's do a social projection or I talk to them about goal setting so I've got all these little little things like you know um, food and travel how to navigate a buffet you know, all these little things are, and they're great TV segments too, the buffet. Yeah, the buffet. <laughs> the buffet, people. buffet. I've got a buffet technique. So after <laughs> years of years of having to do seminars and events and having a yeah. buffet for three to five days, mm. is I start and I just peruse the whole buffet. I look all the way along it and I go, okay, am I going to have the meat? Am I going to have the fish? Am I going to have the chicken? And then what salad or what vegetable I'm going to have with it? Because imagine if you went to a restaurant they bought you a plate and it had fish and meat and chicken and vegetable and salad and bits of olive and whatever else all on the same plate. You'd go, what the hell is this? And yet people do that on a buffet. Oh, people, people just, people, I don't understand. It's like, it's like the Homer Simpson buffet mentality is what I'm <laughs> That's what I call it because they go there and for some reason they come into a buffet and for some reason they just, they have to become gluttonous and I don't understand it. So my little breakfast buffet tip that I tell people is I say, have a look around the buffet and then you're allowed one serving of food. So I personally say to them, you need to go to the chef. They go straight up to the chef who's going to make you your special breakfast and you either order the omelette with whatever you pick to be put in it or you get the poached eggs. And I said, you get your special meal and you don't eat from anywhere else and you take that with you. I find that... Because, I mean, you know, as a kid in a buffet, you'd be like, whoa, this is oh, great. Yeah. There'd be plates all over the table. My kids do it. And I'm, it's just this waste of food as well. But anyway, so I believe that you, you just get your one meal and you get it made by the chef. You go direct to the chef. That's my buffet tip. If you like eggs outside of that, you just make up. You're allowed to go one, one trip. 
And it is that. Would you really want a plate with a whole lot of food on it served to you at a restaurant? You wouldn't. You think that was crazy, but but it's okay for you to do it to yourself. (laughs) I like that. I love Mm. that. So um, the program, just one last question on the program, then I want to get into the media with you. You mentioned the Metagenics programs, which are effectively made, created by practitioners, for practitioners. They're made for you based on the latest research and understanding of whether it's stress or energy, whatever it happens to be that they want. Once your patients have done that, do they move into other things with you or do they just come in and just do that program and then go off again? How does that work? Uh, the, usually, it, dep- look, it, it depends on the person. I mean, often we pick up things like someone will come in and they might want to do like the... I do, I do a fair bit of detox. I think it's maybe because I live in Bondi and I'm not sure. Like it's, it's mm. the demographic too. The detox programs are great. I mean, all the programmatogenic programs are absolutely brilliant. I love them. Um, I find that, look, maybe um, out of those programs, they, they will come... Because you pick things up along the way. I mean, they'll, they'll say things like, I, I want to do the... I had a lady come in and she was, I want to do the wellness program, Age Well Wellness. And I went, okay, great. So I got out the metagenic booklet, you know, the aging well, hadn't, hadn't done that for a while. And then all of a sudden, as I'm going through the, through the consult with her, it wasn't really that that she wanted. She wanted to do that because she didn't want to end up on prescription medication like her parents. But as a byproduct, and I did a body comp and I said, you know what, you really need to do the shake it program because really you're, you need, you're and I do, uh, you're, you're probably about 15 kilos overweight. So if you want to get, and these are these women who, the women that, you know, the, the 160 to 165 centimetre female that sits around the 75 to 80 kilo mark, I see a lot of them. It's interesting mm-hmm. kind of, and then they're the ones that need to come down into a healthy, and I'm always, a, I always say the healthy weight range. So I'll say, look, you need to do the Shaker program. And the Shaker program is fantastic. And, and that will improve your, your wellness. And that in turn will be as a byproduct you're actually going to go into a wellness and then I'll move mm-hmm. into wellness. And so, yeah, it, it, it's completely individual. It's never really what it is. There'll be things like I've got really lot that come and do energy. Oh, Sarah, you did an Instagram post about energy. I'd love to make a cons- appointment. Okay, I've got this great energy program from Metagenics. What, it's really great. We'll do this, we'll do that. You have some, these are your supplements and get these and get you started. And this is what the diet, keep your diet diary. And then I'll say, can you please bring in some blood tests? And because I need to help you, so then I'll look at it. And I'll go. Your vitamin D is like you know ten. <laughs> your iron levels are. Your ferritin is three. It, I can't get you to have energy until we work on building those up. So that will. So I always. I'm a very. I, I depend a lot on bloods to get mm-hmm. holistic uh, holistic results. Right. Because people that's. I can't do. I couldn't do weight loss without blood work. Because mm. I can sit there and struggle and sleep. Oh, the sleep thing is like, I find sleep when people go 80, 20, 80 food, 20 exercise. I sort of feel like it's 75 food, maybe, you know, 15 exercise, 10 sleep. Mm. Sleep, sleep is, is massive. Sleep is massive. Massive. Well, the, when you think about it, the sleep time is the time when you do your repair and your healing. And if you're not asleep, you're not repairing, you're not healing. So. No, like, you know, it's, and, it's just, and it's just all that ghrelin production and the leptin and how it brings into that and then the cortisol and 
And I explain all that to them, you know, I explain, I said, it's going to be really hard for me mm-hmm. to get, you know, and then I'll bring them into some Eurocalm. I said, have some Eurocalm sleep and, yeah. and have a bath and do, I've got, I've got a little sleep program. I've got all little mini programs for, little mini protocols for everything. I've got like a tiny little, mm-hmm. this is the sleep. And when I do that, when I do after all my consults and I'll do up a little, um, at their a treatment plan, it's always got those little protocols in there. I cut and paste them a lot, which means here's the sleep one, and I just you know add them in. There, mm-hmm. people love like those. Yeah. yeah, very holistic, and I like that. Yeah, got my stamp of approval there, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you, Thank you. Thank hey, so let's let's get on to the really interesting stuff. Not the other stuff wasn't interesting. Yeah, but um, the bit that people are often curious about, they very often want to do it but don't know how to get into the media don't know how do you get an introduction how do you get your foot in the door what you know, any tips on how to do that and let's start first well how did you actually get there yourself so it's i'll talk my media journey through so first hmm. of all it started back so for me um I did uh, in my early 20s, actually, and still now I model, but in my early 20s, I did a fair whack of modeling. So it was just, it was swimwear, it was underwear, it was it was um, TV commercials, things like that. Now, it was never a, a primer, and, but it got rid of any kind of camera fright. So I was very, so I, that desensitized a camera. I had no problem with the camera after standing in front of it. And it, that so that kind of got rid of that element of it, because that element can really scare people. And then I, um, so then when I was working as a nutritionist before um, I started SDL Method, which was in 2017, I was working in a clinic, but I was also working with a private organisation where I was doing nutritional programming for foster care children, which was an amazing opportunity, paid very well, but I wanted to do my own thing. Now, in doing your own thing and building your own brand, as it is, it's things like the supermarket tours, all that kind of stuff. Now... I knew I wanted to, but to be a media nutritionist, as I said, you need to be a writer, have a book, be a creator. You need to have a point of difference. You can't just be, um, you have to have something that makes you different. They, they look for that. So have, it, have So that's something to think about. So I had written the programs not thinking that I was going to actually get into media. And then I had a very close friend of mine who's a celebrity and she said to me, how are you going with setting up your own clinic and all that, which was in twenty beginning of 2017. And I just said, oh, uh, she goes, let me help you. Let me do your supermarket tour and I'll promote it on my social media platforms and you promote it. So I had a celebrity friend who is very well known and her name's Sophie Faulkner. So if you have a look through, she's been in the media for a long time and she's one of my best friends and I can say her name freely because she actually posted me on her socials and I'm, she's on my social media as well and she's on my Instagram. So then someone, so then another lady saw that who is in the media, whose name I won't mention, and she approached me and she said to me, there's a radio show called Talking Lifestyle out at Macquarie Media with 2UE. They're looking for nutritionists. Why don't you send your supermarket tour into the producer? Here's the producer's name. I will tell the producer that you're going to send in your supermarket tour. So I sent that in to the producer at, at, at Macquarie Media and she just said, I love your supermarket tour. So my supermarket tour was my point of difference. So she just said to me, that is brilliant. I love the way you've done it. You've broken, you've devised a supermarket into five points. I'm going to give you 12 minutes on, on radio, on the radio show. 
So I, um, first of all, I did it on my phone from, they just rang in and then Ed Phillips is interviewing me and he's going, so he's saying, so Sarah, you know, welcome to Talking Lifestyle, talk to me about that. So I did a talk, I did a, a segment. And then I said to Sophie, how do you handle producers? And she said, you need to really, you need to write to them and you need to put yourself forward. So she said to Sophie said, the minute you do that radio segment, You've got that producer's email address. She said, do that and do the best you can. And then just write to them and say, right, so I'm a clinical nutritionist. These are all the things I can talk about. Detox, weight loss, cardiovascular disease. I can do anything. And in fact, I will write just a segment for you on what I think it should look like. So that's called a pitch. So I did up a couple of dummy pitches, which were just things like, you know, which were always, they love statistics. So um, 63% of the Australian population is obese. Why are they obese? Is, can your hormones come into play? Um, his clinical nutritionist, Sarah De Lorenzo, to talk about how hormones can come into, like I've just made that up, how hormones mm. could come into play with, and here she is today to talk about it. Hi, Sarah, how are you? So that's, I actually did a pitch mock-up and sent it to the producer and I said, here's a couple of mock-ups of pictures. I can then, but I'm also, I also love writing. So I've written programs and I'm a big writer. And so the, and then I can talk about all this. And then she'll go, I'll give her a go again. And then within four weeks, I'm in the studio and I'm then, I said, I'd like to co-produce. I would like to write the questions that Ed is gonna ask me because I'm a practitioner. And I would, but you've got to be be a researcher as well. Your content, uh, you've got to evidence base it all. Oh well, there was a study in um, in uh, Brazil, and that study showed that a certain percentage of people, whatever, you've got to be evidence based. So they love studies. So when you put your pitch together, so then I thought, how do you pitch? So I worked out. I spoke to some people about pitching. You've got to have a hook. Producers get pitches all day long from people all day long and they'll sit there and if you don't practice so when I was at Talking Lifestyle within four weeks I became their resident nutritionist I was out there every Friday in studio and then I ended up going into Q&A so all these podcasts are on my website so people would ring in and say I've been there for 45 minutes hi Sarah you know oh look my husband's got this and da -da -da. so I was doing live question with live Q&A and so the producer just knew me really well and she had faith in me that A, I was going to turn up, B, early, deliver, knew my content, that it was evidence-based. And um, because that's a big thing because, you know, you've got to remember you're giving the public information that, you know, you just, you've got, oh, you know, your opinion. Well, this is my opinion, but studies show. So there is a lot of background work that goes into. Anyway, talking lifestyle it ended up being uh, Macquarie Media decided in April 2018 to turn it into a, um, a, a sports channel. So they didn't get the enough of the wellness audience. Uh, and that, so the ratings weren't quite there in that wellness space. So that didn't go on. But the producer said to me, you know what, Sarah, you need to go into TV. And my other friend, Sophie, said to, would always say to me, you need to go into TV. So Sophie said, told me how to, she just gave me lots of tips on how to, how to um, interact with producers, which was just things like having, knowing your hook line in a pitch. 
So then I got had my um, everything from Talking Lifestyle. I went and met my producer from Talking Lifestyle for lunch and she helped me put together a, a pitch as a media TV nutritionist to Channel 7. Now, she knew a lady in Channel 7 at that point who's no longer there. And she, she had known someone because Channel 7 and 2GB and 2UE and Macquarie Media, they do a lot, they're, they're, they're linked for, for a long time. So she said to me, I'm going to hand this to you, to this. So I was very lucky. She said, I'm going to give that to this producer I know who's amazing. And then that, produ that was on a Tuesday. On a Wednesday, I'm sitting there. That producer's gone, loves, obviously, believed what she was saying. She said, Sarah's great. She's a writer. She's this, she's this, she's this. And she rang me and she goes, what are you doing this weekend? And I went, um, I don't know why. And she said, well, tomorrow, you're doing your supermarket to a live on TV. You're meeting a cameraman at Kellyville, Kellyville Woolworths. And then you're going to come in live in studio and we're going to talk to you all about your supermarket tour. So my supermarket tours got me in radio. And she goes, so then if you have a look at my, on my YouTube channel, which is just Sarah DeLorenzo Nutritionist, I've got a seven minute segment where, where I went into Channel 7 and they, they showed the B-roll of me walking around a supermarket and all that B-roll is with the overlay. And then they're like, oh, hi, Sarah DeLorenzo, clinical nutritionist, creator of the SDL method. Welcome to Weekend Sunrise. So tell us about your supermarket tour. So then I told them all about it. Da, 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 and, then, and then I, so I had this seven minute segment. And then of course, I, I had an intro to that producer. And so what I did was I wrote to her and said, like I did with radio, and I went, this is what else I can do. And here's some dummy pictures. So then she, and then all of a sudden she produced for Sunrise and Weekend Sunrise and bang, I'm on Sunrise, Weekend Sunrise, Sunrise, Weekend Sunrise. And then that got me in. So then now I, so now they call me. So that, so then all of a sudden, you know, I'm, it's July, 2018 and I'm just doing regular segments. And then they, um, so then you show that you can deliver, you show you can do live TV Live TV can be pretty scary. The first couple of times I did it, I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't say. <laughs> that shows Australia-wide and it's the highest rating show, uh, morning breakfast show. Um, you know, I'm standing, I mean, I did segments with Koshi and, and Sam Armitage and all these big names. And I was like, you know, having deer in the headlights moments. But I thought, I believe in what I'm doing. I know I can do this. Once I realised that it was becoming a regular gig, I thought, okay, so I'm being really well received here. I need some coaching. Didn't have the time to go to Afters and all that. So I, I found the lady who runs Afters and I got some coaching sessions and I got her to go through and help me coach and coach me in my segments and that kind of stuff. Um, my advice to other practitioners who feel that they want to have, now, to, to work, why, why do I do media? is a big thing that people kind of ask. I love, so now with everything that you see on Weekend Sunrise, and now I've been, I'm been on Weekend Sunrise, you know, probably most weekends of last year. And what are we in now? Like I've, I'm not on this weekend because it's Australia Day weekend and they're doing all Australia Day stuff, but I've been on consistently every weekend pretty much for the last, since the beginning, for the last at least 12 months, probably bar about four. Um, I, uh, I'm in control. I, I pitch to the producer I'm with now, or I pitch to the main person who will then who will then find a producer to produce my segment. 
and I, um, I, I, I'm in control of my content. It's very important if you're going to be into the, in the media that you are in control of the content you're delivering. I've seen other practitioners go on TV with a young producer who's not a healthcare practitioner who says, and I saw a segment and I, and I, was, I almost passed away. I, I was like, my jaw, you had to pull it off the ground. This lady's on, on TV uh, and, this, and the producers put a thing saying, there's as many calories in a Big Mac as a quinoa salad with avocado. So what, and this, this woman standing there saying, well, there's, there is the same amount of calories in the Big Mac as there is with a quinoa salad with avocado. Yes, there is. And the whole thing was, uh, is that, you know, uh, takeaway salads are bad for you. That was the thing. Oh, so takeaway salads are bad for us. And I thought, see, that's, I, I would, would never have done that. I would not mm. do that. So you've got to be true to you, what you believe in and you've got to be true to your brand. I, they're my biggest things. Why I love doing it is because, as I said in the beginning of this podcast, I really want to get people off pharmaceutical medication and all that. What drives me to be a media nutritionist is that I love, it's almost like I just love going up against, um, you know, all that kind of that, or just it's going again. I don't want to say too much in the way of big businesses and stuff like that, but I just want to show people that you can do it without mm -hmm. taking pharmaceutical mm -hmm. medications. You can be a healthy person. It is easy. Food is medicine. My podiums are all food. I always talk about different foods and different, and, I, and, and, and you know, that's my big thing is I want to educate people without being branded and without being part of, you know, something I want to show people. And I, it's almost like I'm, I wouldn't say I'm being naughty or mischievous or anything, right? But I'm just saying, if you're a healthy person and you live a healthy life, you don't need pharmaceutical medications and you don't need to do that if you really work at it and work with a practitioner and that kind of thing. So I feel like I just want to do the right thing by people and I want to be honest. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a driver. But the other driver, of course, is there's a lot more money in that. Media nutrition will bring in brand, will bring in companies. Media nutrition will bring in things like the public speaking circuit that I'm on. So I'm do I so since I've become a media nutritionist, uh, as of last year, I've done um, I've uh, I'm about to sign some brand lucrative brand deals, but for products that I believe in. So I haven't signed them yet. Um, I get paid very well to do a. Um, I did a some modelling with some honey for actually for China, interestingly. So I did a modeling job. I got paid very well for that. I did some, I do in-house corporate speaking. So for um, different food companies and talk about, and then I've done wonderful things. Like um, I had this opportunity last year with Manuka Honey, where I was able to go with a bunch of overseas delegates to this beautiful area in the middle of the Blue Mountains. And I was be able, I, I made my own, homemade granola in front of them as a cooking demonstration. You get paid very well for that. I also did a, so doing all the public speaking that I do means that I can go off and get, you know, thousands of dollars and it can be that up to that for 45 minutes to an hour of um, speaking to a bunch of 150 real estate agents about health and wellness. So that's the byproduct of media nutrition as well as that you sign brand deals. If you, but I'm only, I've had, I have to say in my inbox, oh, Sarah, can you do a post on this? Can you do this? Can you do that? They want So you get that all the time, but it's like, mm. no, I've said no to 98% of it because I don't align with it. Mm. I'm not going to 
do a post on skinny detox tea and say that I use it because I don't. I had another, I had a very, very, I'm not going to say the name, but I had an extra, one of the best agencies in this country offer to manage me if I was to do align with a particular product. And I said, and, and, and it was a very good deal. And I said, and he, and he said, you need to align with this particular product and then we will manage you. Now they manage the biggest names in this whole country in sporting arena and everything. And I sat there and I just said, and it was a conference call and I said, I don't align with the beliefs of that product. I don't align with the ingredients of that product. And it's a short-sighted decision for me to make as lucrative as it may be because it will put me in that category as aligned with that. And I'm sorry, I don't believe in it. I wish you all the best with that journey, but thank you very much. Mm. And I did that and I said no to things. You have to be true to who you are. And people watching TV, people, they pick up on your authenticity. Um, I think for anyone who believes that they have the confidence to be to do live to camera work, if they've got a message they want to deliver, they have to be able to be a writer, learn how to pitch, learn the hook hook line, evidence base all of your your argument or what you want to believe in, um, and then do, be a researcher. Look, at, like, I've got every day I've got site studies coming in, Medical News Today, Science Daily. I just get I subscribe to every global study I can. All the studies come in. It also helps me in clinic too. And just little things like start off, talk to people. Do, you know, people might know producers or different things. Have have conversations with with people about um, contacts they might have and for you. And the other thing that I find um, really important is, um, I just lost my train of thought for one second there. Um, oh, so it is having conversations and seeing who do you know in the industry, mm-hmm. but just Googling, Google. If you like a particular show, if it's a Foxtel wellness show, if you want to be a part of Sunrise or Weekend Today, whatever it is, Google the, Google the because uh, they read everything that comes in. If it's, you know, um, whatever it is, you just Google what is the email address of the Today Show and it'll come up. And as soon as the email address comes up, you write to them and say, and it's got to be bullet point because you're remembering producers are getting, like the producer at Talking Lifestyle said to me, she would get thousands of them, thousands. And if they, if it starts with an S, no one's reading an essay, you've got to be like, this is what I believe in or and it's got to be a hook like um, with usually a statistic. Like something like if we talk about obesity, like I did before, 63% of Australians are obese. Da, 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 and you have to, oh, are they really? Okay. And the producer will look at it again. You can't just flutter in. Mm. And then um, and then you just have to send in to that person if you don't have any, like I was lucky, but you just write in, Google the email address of whatever show you like, write in a pitch, learn how to pitch, and um, and then a little bio. You've got to know you're 30, you've got to have your little bio about yourselves. I chatted to a lot of people, like I, um, I, I, had conver- I just had the conversations and uh, luckily enough, um, my, my partner, and I mean, I knew a few people in the industry a little bit from my social network. And, you know, even when I, I, I went, started my SDL Method online programs, I went, I just was talking to a dad at the school and I said, what are you doing? And I said, I've written a program. I don't know what to do. I, I need to get it into a PDF format that's really good. And he goes, I'm a graphic designer. I went, are you? And I said, and he said, well, how about you do weight loss with me, get 10 kilos off with me and I'll put your, your 
your program into a PDF. And then I told a friend of mine and she goes, you need a copywriter to go over it and make sure the formatting's right. So then she goes, I know a copywriter who is the head of the English department in New Zealand. She's really cheap. So then of course I send the program to her and then it's having, talking to people all the time. Do you know, it's, it's having, if you're interested in something, you never know who someone is. You never mm. know what they might, you might talk to someone and say, gosh, I'd love to be on Weekend Sunrise. And someone might say, I know a producer there, or I know someone who works out there. I know someone in the makeup department. You've got to find your ins. But as I said, if you do that, but one thing that I do know is that all of the TV stations, they read everything. And that's why, the, that's the importance of that hook line. Mm. Um, and so that's, I think that's really great information for, for anybody that wants to get out there. So if I was to just summarise it, and I know you did give a quick summary, but just really quickly, uh, first point is to have a unique selling point. So that's your point of difference, really what we call a USP in the marketing world. So have a USP, find a producer. Uh, and if you don't know the producer, then get an email, find some address, talk to people actively so that you can actually possibly find a way in. Uh, write to them, make sure you've got the hook at the top of it, have your pitch in there with statistics and so forth, and then ensure that it's evidence-based behind all of that. Uh, point three was to know your content and yeah. to be really sure of what you have. And the third, fourth one is once you get in and you've done one show, don't stop there. So keep pitching, keep pitching. Yeah. Stay in control of your content. Be true to yourself. Be true to your brand. Would you say that's perfect. where we're at? It's like the perfect summary. And you're amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, that, 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 that's it. It's very important. It's very, and if you, want to, if you want longevity in this industry, you have to be true to who you are. And everyone has a different message. It's a, and everyone has a different belief system. And, and I think following, following the signs, like I had all these different signs of, looking for like the hole in the market and things like that. Everything kind of guided me. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, and I, I'm a very big believer, of course, in goal setting. Like, my, you know, where do you want to be? Where do you want to be in media? What voice? And it's, and it's your voice. And it is. It's, if, you, if, you're, if you're true and authentic, mm -hmm. right, people see it. Like, I can't stress enough. Like, um, people come up to me on the street and stuff and they'll just say, oh, hi, Sarah. I saw you on Weekend Sunrise. Oh, I love what you say. I had a lady ring me the other day and I did a supermarket tour with her whole family and they were like, wow. And she just <laughs> said, why did you pick me? Because there's quite a few media. I just asked it. I said, why did you pick me? I'm always asked. No question is a dumb question in the world. You ask. Life is short. Just ask any question. And I said to her, why did you pick me? And she goes, you're the only one I've seen on there who seems to be authentic. I feel like you're the only one who's, who's just talking from the heart. And that's because I believe in what I do and I believe in, I believe in the wellness industry so much. And I love it. I love it. And I think it's just, it, you know, it, you've heard me. I could go on, but yeah. <laughs> I have. And I just wanted to wrap everything up. You've been absolutely beautiful today. I've really enjoyed it. And for having fun um, blushing. I'm honoured. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to wrap up, and I do this for all of my segments, is the, the name of this podcast is Standing on the Shoulders of Giants. So for you, you could be an amazing leader in this, in our industry, helping people to, helping practitioners in particular, to be able to find their way and to find ways that they can be more successful out there. So for you, just standing on the shoulders of giants, what would your advice be to other practitioners? 
I just think don't, it, you, of course, find your point of difference is my biggest thing. Um, and then obviously just look, look at different signs that come into, um, into your practice or the type of clients that you are attracting. See where that guides you. See if that's something that you can specialise in or I think getting a specialty or just kind of working out who you are as a practitioner. But it is, it's just following the different signs and also understanding always growing in your industry and what your growth is. Is I mean, there's a lot, there's so much I could say to other practitioners out there, but I just think that everyone is, I, th I think all practitioners are unique and they all, they all have their different strengths and definitely have their different strengths. And looking at what your strengths are as a practitioner, I started out thinking that I was just going to be a general clinical nutritionist and I found out that I wasn't. I found out that my strengths came in more coaching and helping people with personal goals, life goals, things like that, through, reflecting through nutritional medicine. Um, I think look for that and, um, and just keep growing and, and looking at different ways and believing in yourself and believing that you're in an industry that's fantastic, that works. Um, that is the way and um, I think it's always important just to keep growing and look at different ways you can grow if it's social media um, and and just talk to people all the time if you've got different areas that you want to grow in that's mm -hmm. my kind of thing with it I just think don't it, it depends but it depends on what your goals are that's mm -hmm. a big thing like what are your goals in practice is it for me, I'm an incredibly ambitious person. Um, for me, that's being, growth is really important. And on a personal note, like I love achieving things. I don't believe in sitting still. Um, I'm, even now I've been, I'm 47 and I've been an exercise addict, I'll say that since I was 18. And still to this day, my, every workout's gonna be better than the last. Every consult's gonna be better than the last. Tweaking. And just finding, I think it's nice when you're in this industry to find out who you are too, because it's, as I said, it's who you are as a practitioner. I mean, look at you now, Anne. You started out as a naturopath. And then here you are, you know, doing these wonderful podcasts that I'm completely honoured to be a part of. Oh, thank you, Sarah. That's so kind and such great advice. I'm going to wrap that up. And I'm going to wrap it up with a comment that just before doing this podcast, I was listening to Tony Robbins. You mentioned yes. it right at the beginning of the day. And he said that without growth, there's no happiness. So, That's so true. I love that. I love that. I'm going to say that now. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I, was, I paraphrased that, but that's essentially the message. Yeah. So thanks again for today. Thanks, Ange. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Metagenics Best Practice Podcast. We hope you found today's discussion helpful in your own professional journey. Sharing our experiences as practitioners is such a great way to develop together. So before you go, why not take a moment to share this episode with someone that you know will value it? And whether you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, or any of the other platforms, remember to like and review the episode too. We read all of your comments and would love to hear your suggestions for future topics. Head to metagenics.com.au for downloads, links, and other business support materials. Standing on the shoulders of giants, supporting you in creating your best practice.